Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Peches, Daf 88 of Masech Yoma Chaver. Today's uh, exciting Daf. You know why? Because it's the last Daf of Masech Yoma. Pretty cool, right? Right. So the Daf begins discussing uh, Neila, and if you pray Neila, well, hopefully you're praying Neila, but do you also have to pray Marv? Interesting Shaila over there. And then the Gemara and the Masechta concludes with some exciting sugas about Balkari. So uh, let's get started. Alrighty. So we're going to get started on Daf Pezayin of Bez. Um, two, four, five lines from the bottom. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Amar Rab. Says Rab. Boom. Have you hear that? That if you dive in Neila, well, as I said a minute ago, hopefully you're diving in Neila. Neila is exciting, right? It's the culmination of Yom Kippur. I mean, it's intense, but Yom Kippur is an intense day. So when you dive in Neila, so then you don't have to dive in Mayer. Rav, the time you dive in Neila, now this is uh, consistent with Rav's opinion that we learned about yesterday, that um, Neila is its own separate davening, right? Own Shmona Esrei. And once you dive in Neila, which is happening at night, so, Mimele, you don't need to daven Mayrif. Okay, we're going to see it's Taka Machlokas about if Neila is davka at night or during the day. Okay. Okay, and therefore, once already you daven Neila, which is its own proper tefillah with the Shmona Esrei, so if you're assuming that you're davening Neila at night, so then Mimele, you already davened at night, i.e., Neila, so you don't have to daven Mayrif. One second. Does this make sense to say that Rav would be saying Bichlal that if you dab in the then you don't have to dab Mayrav anymore? But doesn't Rav say that you never really have to dab in Mayrav anyways because Tfilas Ibris Vishus going back a million years ago to the beginning of Mesech the Brachis that Tfilas Ibris Vishus that you don't actually have to daven Mayr. It's optional. So why would Rav be saying that if you daven Neila, you no longer have to daven Mayr? Mainly you don't have to daven Mayr. It's for sure. It's optional. So the Divrei Omer Chova Kamer. So the Gemara says, yeah, what Rav is saying is that according to the opinion who says that Mayr is tapa, taka, uh, obligatory, even according to that opinion, if you daven Neila, you don't have to daven Mayr because... Um, you already daven neila. Meisve, we have a kasha, or Yom Kippurim, on uh, the night of Yom Kippur, mispal shevu misvada. Okay, so you daven uh, seven brachis on Yom Kippur night, and you do vidui shachris shevu misvada, musaf shevu misvada, b'neila, mispal shevu misvada, arvis mispal shevu me'ain shmone esrei. No? What's the Shaila? We'll tell me what the Shaila is. The Shaila is that we have over here a Brisa that's saying that you talk about Ne'ila and you have Mayr, right? What does it say? It says, Ne'ila Mispal Shevu Mispada, right? The Brisa says that at Ne'ila, you have a Shmone Esrei. 
And then at Mariv, Mispal Sheva, Me'en Shmonesre. So Tanakama says that. And then at Mariv, Yedavan Mariv. But you don't have to daven all 18 brachas because, you know, it's, it's post-tum kippur, you're tired, whatever it is. So daven me'en shmonesre, also like we learned about in brachas, you know, that havinenu, uh, that you merge all the middle brachas into one, fine. Rebuchanina ben Gamliel says in the name of his fathers, mispal shmonesre shlemus, no, you talk after daven all 18 brachas, a proper shmonesre, because you want to say, atachonatonun, chonadas, besedus, he says, say all 18. But what do we see? We see a b'risa that's saying that even though Yudavin Ne'ilah is a separate Shmona Esrei, right? It says, just like Rav, that it's a separate Shmona Esrei. And yet it's still talking about Davin Gemara. So on the one hand, Rav is saying that if Yudavin Ne'ilah, you don't have to Davin Gemara. Yeah, we have a Bryce that's saying if you, that even though Yudavin Ne'ilah, you're still going to Davin Gemara. So, and for the Gemara, Tanoi. So the Maisitz Machlokas Tanoi, the Tanis. We learn in the Bryce of Kochai Tvilis. That anybody who has to go to the mikveh, so you go to the mikveh on Yom Kippur. Nida, Violedes, Tovlus Kedakim Bleli Yom Kippurim. A woman who's a Nida or a woman who gave birth. And now what? So when does she go to the mikveh? She goes to the mikveh, I believe after like the 40 days or the 80 days, if I'm not mistaken. I think. Unless is it after the Unless is it after the week or two? I can't remember. I, just, I don't know. I'm going to assume it's after the 40 days or 80 days. Maybe I'm not correct about that though. So I just looked it up quickly. And Lemaise, it sounds like actually Yoledes would... Um, we're talking about going to the mikvah, I think, Kilo, seven days after she becomes Tameh, which would, I guess, be... This is the way I'm understanding it now. I could be making a mistake. But um, Kilo, the way that it works with a, a, a Yoledes is that after a woman gives birth, so then for the first, depending if it's seven days or or um, uh, 14 days, depending if it's a boy or a girl, for a boy it's seven days, for a girl it's 14 days, if she sees any dom during the first, during that week or two, so then it will be Dmei Tuma, right? Uh, the, it will be like the equivalent of Dmei Nida. Now, for the rest of the time, you know, a duration of 40 days for a boy or 80 days for a girl, any dam is Dmei Tahara, it's Tahor blood. So if I understand what it's saying correctly, so basically, if during the first week or two she sees any dam, then she becomes Tameh, which means that then Mido Araisa, she would have to then wait seven, you know, seven Dmei Tahara, seven days without seeing any dam, and then she goes to the mikvah. It is that going to the mikvah, I think that we're talking about when it comes to a uh, Yuledas, if I'm not mistaken. So anyways, but... We're saying that Enida or Yoledes who has to go to the mikvah, so then they go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur night. Okay. Balkari tovel v'holech ad amincho. Now a Balkari, a fellow who saw sperm, so then he can go to the mikvah until mincha. Okay. Meaning, if he saw carry, so then, right, as we learned about also Masech the Brachis, that um, Ezra made a takono that uh, somebody who uh, is a Balkari, he goes to the mikveh in order to learn Torah or to daven. And therefore, we want this fellow to be able to daven in Yom Kippur. So we say, well, if, you, if, if, if he becomes a Balkari, so go to the mikveh so you could daven. So we say, until mincha, we say, okay, go to the mikveh. However, once you've daven mincha already, if you become a Balkari, why should you go to the mikveh? Meaning, it's Yom Kippur. We don't do rechitza. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't go into water. 
The only reason why you would go to the mikveh is if you're a balkari, so that you could daven. But after mincha already, there's no need to daven. So what's the implication? The implication is that ne'ilah is happening at night. And therefore, if this fellow becomes a balkari after mincha, there's no need for him to go to the mikveh anymore to daven because he's not davening the rest of the day. Ne'ilah is happening at night. And therefore, wait till the nighttime to go to the mikveh before ne'ilah. So we see that according to the Tanakhama, um, Ni'ila is happening at night. And therefore, Mimele, if Ni'ila is happening at night, so then it, you don't have to dive Mariv as well. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Kol Yom Kulo. Whereas Rabbi Yossi's opinion is that you can, that a Balkari can go to the mikvah the entire day. Um, because Rabbi Yossi holds that Ni'ila would be during the day, right, it would be before nighttime, nightfall on Yom Kippur. And therefore, since, you know, even after Mincha, if he becomes a Balkari, he could still go to the Mikvah because he's going to have to dive in Ni'ila still during the day. So he can go to the uh, Mikvah. So we see according to Rabbi Yossi, Ni'ila happens during the day. And since it happens during the day, so Memele wouldn't cover Mairiv, right, because Mairiv's at night. So he'd still have to dive Mairiv. So, Rav, who says that if you daven Ni'ila, you don't have to daven Mairiv, is like the Tana Kama, who says that Ni'ila is dafka at night. Rabbi Yossi would say it's in the afternoon, which is why if you become a Balkari, even after Mincha, you can still, uh, a Balkari can go to the Mikvah since he still has to daven Ni'ila. Firaminus. Now we have a Kasha. Hazava, Hazava. That Hazav, a fellow who sees Ziva, Hazava, a woman who sees Ziva, Vamtsorav, Vamtsoras, there is Zav and a Zava, meaning that um, the whole thing, that, um, they, uh, that they have to not see any Ziva for seven days, and then, and then they uh, go to the Mikvah, potentially bring a Korban. HaMetzorah v'HaMetzoras, a fellow who is a Metzorah, or, or a woman who is a Metzoras. Uvol Nida, a fellow who sleeps with a Nida, and he becomes Tame to the same degree, pretty much, that she is. Utmemes, as well as a fellow who... Uh, becomes tummy from a corpse. They go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur. Okay, meaning if the seventh day, if, they, if the day they have to go to the mikvah is Yom Kippur, so they go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur. Nida v'yoledes again, nida and yoledes tovlos kedarkim b'leli Yom Kippurim. They can go to the mikvah on on the night of Yom Kippur. Balkari tovvalech kol Yom Kulo. Now, interestingly, over here the Tanakama is saying that the Balkari can go to the mikvah the entire day. Interesting, because the first price I said that Balkari can only go to the mikveh until mincha, but not after mincha. Now, Rabbi seems to be saying that after mincha he doesn't go to the mikveh, which is very interesting, right? Because we had just said a minute ago that according to Rabbi he can go to the mikveh all day. Yet now Rabbi is saying that after mincha the Balkari does not go to the mikveh. So what's going on? Lokasha de tzali tfilas ni'ilo hadlo tzali. So the Gemara says, meh, not such a big deal. When Rabbi Yossi says in the first b'risa that he can go to the mikvah all day, it's because he didn't yet have a ne'ilah. And therefore, since he didn't yet have a ne'ilah, so he can go to the mikvah. However, in the second b'risa, it's talking about we're already davening ne'ilah. And because he already davening ne'ilah, so even Rabbi Yossi would say, he can't go to the mikvah anymore, because why, why should he go to the mikvah? It's Yom Kippur. We don't just go to the mikvah on Yom Kippur. And he already daven ni'ila. He's not going to be davening anything else. So then why should he go to the mikvah? Now, Edith Sali, my time I do But then the Gemara says, but if the second b'risa is talking about where he already daven ni'ila, well then why would the Chachamim 
say that he is allowed to go to the mikvah all day. He already davened ilah. What's the point? Why should he be allowed to go to the mikvah? Because Aha! Because the rabbis hold that it's a mitzvah to go to the mikvah at its proper time. And therefore, even though he already davened ilah, we want him to, if he's about carry, he should go to the mikvah as soon as possible, even if it's Yom Kippur. But one second, does that imply that according to Rabbi Yossi, going to the mikvah as soon as possible is not a thing? And that's why Rabbi Yossi says that, look, if you're already davin ne'ilah, so then there's no reason to go to the mikvah if he's a balkari. What about tefillah bismana mitzvah? You stomach then Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold of tefillah bismana mitzvah. But Ve'atani, one second, this is a brice. I think it's a brice that we've seen him twice already. Mesech the Shabbos and I think also Mesech the maybe. If you have a fellow that had the name of God written on his flesh, he shouldn't bathe, he shouldn't put on oils, shouldn't stand in some place, like an inappropriate place where you wouldn't be able to, that isn't befitting of the name of God. If he has to go to the, what, is, what does he do if he has to go to the mikvah, right? He's got, I guess it sounds like he's got the name of God written on his arm, let's say, in ink. And if you go to the mikvah, then the ink can get washed off. So what do you do? So So find some kind of reed or something that you can cover up the name of God with and then go to the, and then, and then dunk. And like that, um, you know, I guess it would prevent, hopefully, the name of God from being erased. Rabbi Yossi says, no, don't worry about wrapping up the name of God with some kind of a reed. Rather, just go to the mikvah, don't worry about erasing the name of God. Just don't rub, you know, don't rub that, the name of God, you know, don't like remove it. But uh, go to the mikvah regularly. And we say, how come Rabbi Yossi, you know, what's the machlokas between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yossi? How come the Tanakhama says, find some kind of a reed and cover up the name of God? And Rabbi Yossi says, no, just go to the mikvah regularly. The answer is because Rabbi Yossi is concerned about Tevila Bismana Mitzvah, right? That we want you to go to the mikvah at its proper time as soon as possible. And therefore, Rabbi Yossi is concerned that if you're going to go looking for a reed and you don't find the reed, so you might end up not going to the mikvah b'chalal and pushing it off. And Rabbi Yossi doesn't want that. He wants you to go to the mikvah as soon as possible. So he says, just go to the mikvah. Don't worry about the reed. The Chacham say, no, Tevila Bismana Mitzvah is not as much of a thing. And therefore, better to find the reed so that you don't risk erasing the name of God and if that means that you end up doing it the next day Beseder it's not such a big deal but Rabbi is Machbid that Tevil is Man Mitzvah that you want to go to the Mikvah as soon as possible so we see from this Bryce that Rabbi Yossi's opinion is Davka Tevil is Man Mitzvah so how come Rabbi Yossi would say Ligabe Yom Kippur that if Redi Davin Ne'ilah he wouldn't go to the Mikvah anymore for the rest of the day what about Tevil is Man Mitzvah so Amphrit the Gemara Ahi Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehudai that when it comes to Yom Kippur when we say that if you're already davening the ilah, he does not go to the mikveh anymore. That's not Rabbi Yossi, i.e. Rabbi Yossi ben Chalafta. That's Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda. The Tani is we learn in the Brayse Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda Omer died at Tefilah Shteibachrona. It's a very complicated Gemara from Masech the Nida. Um, I'm not going to go into the Gemara, a because it's complicated and we don't need to go into all the complicated stuff. B because I don't remember it so well, because it's very, very complicated. It was a Gemara Nida that I learned a long time ago. I was talking Chutzlitz at the time. I think I learned it on the day that, oh, Lemaise, I may have learned that Gemara 
on the day that I went into the city to B&H to buy the, like, whatever the stuff I need for the recording for Babylon Talmud. I went to B&H. I told the Hasidim Dartin that I wanted to start a podcast for the Dafayomi, and they were telling me different Ha'aras. First, they were like, you're going to teach Dafayomi? I was like, yeah, I guess. And then, and then, um, so then I went to the place where I, I got the mic and the stand and stuff, and he said, okay, so you're going to give the shear, and you're going to be standing like this, and it was very sweet. So, so, well, so it's a very complicated Gemara over there that's talking about all sorts, sorts of different calculations that you have a, a, a woman who is pregnant and then no longer pregnant, but she doesn't remember like when she gave birth or something, whatever it is, there's all different types of configurations about when she has to go to the mikvah. Rabbi Yossi Barbuda says, look, she just, just let her go to the mikvah once at the end. So we see that Rabbi Yossi Barbuda is not concerned about tefillah bismah and mitzvah kilu. All the different calculations and just go to the mikvah now, go to the mikvah then, whatever it is, it's because we want to make sure that she goes to the mikvah on time. Quinto of Yosef of Beauty, he doesn't really care about going to the mikvah on time as much. He says just, you know, instead of the whole headache of all these calculations of going to the mikvah, Rashi says there's different, like, she can end up going to the mikvah 95 times. You know, so Rabbi Yosef of Beauty says just wait to the lowest common denominator, go to the mikvah at the end. So we see that according to Yosef of Beauty, he's not so concerned with Tevila Bismana mitzvah. And that's why he would be the one who says that if you're already daven ni'ilah, so then there's no reason to be going to the mikvah anymore on Yom Kippur because we don't say, and um, Fine. So a fellow who sees Kerry on Yom Kippur, so go to the mikvah. And then after Yom Kippur, he should like clean off his body, make sure that there's no chatzitza for going to the mikvah. Now, the erv, my dahava hava. The Gemara says that doesn't make any sense. Meaning, if we're saying that you have to clean off your body and make sure that there's no chatzitzas before going to the mikvah, so then why would you do that after Yom Kippur? Right? Yeah, that, that, that's the kind of thing you'd have to do before you go to the mikvah, not after you go to the mikvah. So, no, rather say from the evening, from Erev Yom Kippur, you should already do that. Meaning, on Erev Yom Kippur, you should already clean off your body and make sure there's not no chatzitzas just in case you become a balkari so you can go to the mikvah and don't have to worry about chatzitzas. Alright, sounds good to me. Tani Tana Kamadu of Nachman, a certain teacher of Brysis, taught before of Nachman, a fellow who sees Kari on Yom Kippur, that sounds very beautiful. A fellow sees Kari on Yom Kippur, so all of his sins will be forgiven. Alright. Ve'atani, we learn in a Brysa, Avonos of Sidurin But we have a Brysa that says, no, talk of the opposite. Fellow sees Kari on Yom Kippur, all of his sins are like lined up for him. Kehilu, bad news. I feel like, what? Nightmare city. Nightmare city. My students do in the Now, what does it mean organized in front of him? It means organized to be forgiven. He should be worried about the entire year. Bad news. Nightmare city. However, if he manages to somehow survive this crazy year, well, guess what? You're going straight to heaven. If you manage to survive a year in which you saw Kerry on Yom Kippur, dude, you must be one special Yid. The entire world is hungry and and and. Famished and, 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 and afflicted, and he's 
He's good. He's good enough that he can uh, see carry. When Ravdimi came from Bavl to Yisrael, he said, no, the opposite, from Yisrael to Bavl, he said, he's going to have a long life, very, very gishmak. So, uh, all right. So, I mean, uh, yeah, do what you want with that. Hadron Olach Yom HaKippur Muslikala Mesechta Yoma. Givaldik. Chaver. We did it. Mesechta Yoma. What do you guys think? Pretty geschmack, right? Uh, I, yeah, I learned about the base of Mikdash, Koen Gadol. I mean, um, I don't know. What do you guys think? A lot of interesting Gemaras, interesting Gadotas. Stuff at the end about Tshuva. I don't know. Yeah, I learned about, oh yeah, I mean, a whole appreciation of the base of Mikdash and where everything is in the base of Mikdash and the Avodah of Yom Kippur. Givaldig. I mean, Yom Kippur is coming up soon, right? When's Yom Kippur? In a few months. Yeah, it's Gishmak. Chever, new, so, Dav Peches, we talked about the Machlokas, about if you Dav and Ila, do you have to also Dav Meir? Basically, it was related also to the fact of when do you Dav and Ila? I think we, we generally do Ne'ila, um, in the afternoon when it's still light outside. We, I think we talk, even try to do Duchening before Shkia. Um, uh, in the, in the Chazar Sashat. Um, but we said that if you Dav and Ne'ila at nights, so then you wouldn't have to Dav and Meir. But if you daven ila during the days, then you would have to daven mayrev. Um, we said that a balkari who sees carry on Yom Kippur. So we Taka saw that it is a. Uh, we kind of saw a few different opinions. We saw the opinion of the rabbis who say that look, you daven ila at night, and therefore if you if a fellow sees carry after mincha, so there's no reason to go to the mikvah because they would say that tefillah bismana is not a mitzvah and. You're not going to be davening uh, ni'ila during the day, so wait till after Yom Kippur, then go to the mikvah, and then and then daven ni'ila. Rabbi Yossi's opinion in the first brisa, or really in the second one as well, and we said it's Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yudah's opinion, is that um, if you see carry before ni'ila in the afternoon, because he says that you daven ni'ila while it's still day at time, so if you see carry before ni'ila, so go to the mikvah, so you can daven ni'ila. After um, ni'ila, if you see carry, don't go to the mikvah because... Um, you know, tefillah bismana is not a mitzvah, and, and there's no reason to go to the mikvah then until you know the nighttime because you already daven the ilah. Then there is the opinion of the chachamim in the second brisa, which is that um, no, even if you already daven the ilah, you would still go to the um, mikvah because tefillah bismana bismana mitzvah. We see that the chachamim in the second brisa say that you daven the ilah during the day as well. Um, fine. And then at the end, we saw this uh, interesting discussion about seeing Kerry and Yom Kippur. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? The mice we say at the end, it's not a good thing, but if you end up surviving the year, it means you're a very special person. Chavah, that was Daf Peches of Mesechta Yoma. It was also the entire Sechta, uh, the entire Mesechta Yoma, so, which is pretty gishmak. Hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow for uh, Mesechta Sukkah. Sukkah Shigavoy Lamalim Me'esim Amab Sular Bihuda Machshir. We're going to uh, start off with that. I'll see you. Cheers.